Mami, mami, ma. Ulwanda. Mama darling. Maminko. Mom. This is Mother Mine. Reflections on our mothers and how they've shaped us. 75. Unintentional. Out of being nice, culturally, my mother will not listen to you. And it drives me crazy. There's a lot of my mum offering, like, do you want a sweater? Do you want a pillow? Do you want something? Me saying no. Thank you. And then two minutes later, her bringing it out anyway. Just in case. Just like, just in case. I know you told me not to wash your dishes, but I just did them just because I wanted to do a nice thing. And it's all out of love and it's all just because this is her love language uh, and it's so frustrating and I say all the time like I feel like you're not listening to me it's more important to me to feel listened to I grew up in a house where my mother made me again unintentionally she made me feel that who I really was and who I really wanted to be was a superfluous option for later. And like what I needed to become was to squash all of the things that made me passionate about life into after I've done all my schoolwork and after I've achieved X, Y, Z and after I've, you know, contributed to the community in however many ways. I was so sure that I wanted to be a musician and I can remember as a primary school child I was like in I don't know third grade fourth grade I was really young and I noticed that all pop songs on the radio were about love and I thought you know what I'm going to do I'm going to make pop music but the lyrics are all going to be about, you know, crazy stories. And so the first song I ever wrote, There is blood on the knife, and it's trying to take your life. I don't remember the rest of the verse. And I was so excited about it that I ran to my mum. She was sitting on the computer in the computer room, which was one of those big boxes because that's you know how old I am and she must have been the end of a long day but for me this was the most exciting thing in the world for me I was going to be the greatest musician of all time and I had just written my first song this is a day for the history books this is going to be amazing and I sang the whole song to her and my mum again with the most tired just drained face said why is it that you can remember this whole song, but you can't remember your math homework? So much of my understanding of my mum is her trying to flatten herself to make room for my father, the patriarch of the family, and her kids that it's impossible to buy her a present because I don't know what her hobbies are. I grew up in a house where she would 
iron and wash our clothes while watching television. And like that was her time. Her relaxing time was doing chores and the TV happened to be on. I was in 10th grade and I went to the doctor for a checkup or something. And the doctor just mentioned casually, oh, you know, you're about that age and you're going through things in school. Uh, You should keep an eye out for depression. And I said, how do I know? And he listed some things. He said, a lack of emotion, everything feels gray, tired all the time. I don't remember what else he mentioned. And I said, yeah, I've been feeling all of those things constantly for two years. And he said, okay, then you might have depression. You should go and sort that out. So I came home and my mom said, how was the doctor? And I said, I think I might have depression. The doctor indicated to me that I might have depression. And my mom just got this tired look on her face and said, like, I can't do this. I have dealt with depression in other family members and I just don't have the bandwidth for you to have depression. And immediately, because it was my role in the family to be the peacemaker, I gave her a hug and I think she started crying and I think I had to say... I'm not like the other family members that have had depression and I'm actually okay and I'm not depressed. And at the time, it was very clear to me, mum is a human being and that this is just her reaction of being overworked. And that's what I thought for years and years and years. And then... As I got more independent and more aware of what I think is okay and what I think is healthy, I guess, I just got so angry at that moment through no fault of anybody's. Sure, I knew she was a human, but that was a really bad thing to tell a teenager. And there's an aspect of my current life and relationship that hasn't let that go and we've dealt with it but the problem is because my relationship with my mother is so often me having to be her parent me having to tell her everything's okay and guide her through the mistakes that she's making with me when she says something that is hurtful to me me saying hey you just said something hurtful then requires me holding her hand and telling her it's okay and her like throwing herself in complete supplication and apology and emotional um distress that it's tiring it's baggage I really connect with the concept that's being thrown around at the moment that if you really want to help your kids you need to demonstrate all of those things if you want your kids to have self-love then you need to love yourself and you need them to see you loving yourself and taking care of yourself and uh, standing up for yourself and like all of those 
normal, healthy things. And my relationship with my mum is that she didn't do that. She gave so much of herself to, and gives so much of herself to her family that it's frustrating to be around her because she wants connection and a relationship more than she wants to actually hear about your day or actually tell you about her day. It's very clear to me that all of our conversations and interactions are her like being very desperate desperate for the end result rather than what it takes to like have that type of relationship Thank you so much for listening to Mother Mine. I'd like to say a huge thank you to each and every one of the 75 contributors to this project. Thank you so much for letting me share your stories. I'd also like to thank all of the wonderful international producers who helped me recruit participants for Mother Mine. I could not have reached so many amazing people in so many amazing places without you. Thank you so, so, so much. And finally, I'd like to thank all of our wonderful and generous Kickstarter backers for their support of this project. I could not have done Mother Mine without you, and I am so grateful for your support. Thank you. I'd especially like to thank Katie Hafner of the podcast Our Mothers Ourselves for her very generous contribution to the Mother Mine project. And last, but certainly not least, I'd like to thank my husband for all of his support of me and this project. Mother Mine is created by me, Katie Semro, and produced in conjunction with Our Mothers Ourselves. Buenas noches, mi amor. Duerme bajo el rosal. <laughs>